welcome to Library Lab Notes, the show that provides insights into all things information literacy in the sciences. I'm your host, Virginia. And I'm your host, Eric. As we head into the new academic year, today we're going to share some general library tips. We'll also talk about primary and secondary sources in the sciences. But first, we have a new staff member joining the podcast to introduce you to. Yes, we do. Welcome, Erin. We are really, really excited to have you on our team. Woo! Hi, I'm Erin Sanderman, and my pronouns are she and her. I'm a bit of an interloper here as I work out of the John W. Scott Health Sciences Library as an information services specialist. I'm a new producer and editor of the podcast. Some things to know about me are that I drink a lot of tea. I am a huge cinephile, and being a cinephile, I'm also a huge receptacle for random film trivia. I can't believe we're already heading into fall. Where did the summer go? You know, the scriptwriter wrote, it came very quickly, but I couldn't disagree more. The summer here at Cameron Library was a shockingly slow affair. I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but thanks to construction and the quote unquote end of the pandemic, we had absolutely silent floors for the longest time. Okay, I have to admit, I am excited for the fall and to see all the students back on campus and to see virtually the students that are staying online. But I have to admit, Eric, I have found this summer to be going really fast. Wild. What have you been getting up to? Well, is this where I confess that it's mostly been hanging out outdoors? But that's because <laughs> I had some vacation time. Okay, that's pretty brilliant. I mean, I've gotten a lot of projects done, don't get me wrong, but walking in at the very end of July into the sub-building and seeing how many students were starting to revisit the food places and were starting to reclaim sections for study and just be here physically on campus was unbelievable. It was almost night and day to where we were, what, three, three years ago? I have to admit, I think I've lost track of time, but I'm with you. It is going to be fantastic to see everybody. So to get you into the fall spirit, we thought we would share some good general library tips or things that hopefully ease your transition into the new year. If you're new to campus, welcome. We're really excited to see you. Probably the biggest one is that your University of Alberta One card is also your library card, which we love. So guard it with your life, but not too seriously, because if you lose it, you actually can get a replacement at Hub. Yes, and speaking as someone who's been there, just be aware that there are some charges for replacing your card. Your CCID is like your virtual library card too. You'll need it to read academic articles, ebook downloads, and other online resources. When you're on campus, you can sometimes get the illusion that you don't need login credentials, but that's because of the incredible coupling powers of the IP address and the single sign-on, where you sign in once and suddenly everything just works, except some of the databases. Off campus, there's a bit more of that, but you'll need to plug in your CCID just a few more times. Eric, that is such a good point. Along these lines is just a little word about Google Scholar. We love it. We're going to just say that out loud. We kind of do. 
We do. It's powerful. It does a lot of things. However, one thing to remember is it works so much better if you sign into it through the University of Alberta Library using your CCID. That way, all the library paid for resources will open right for you easy peasy. No being asked 1995 to read an article. Yeah, if you're hitting a paywall, you just likely haven't done it right. So check out the library website for info on that. It really is super easy. Eric, did you also know, well, you probably did, but I'm going to pretend you didn't, that we have bookable spaces for you to study in? It can be overwhelming out there and trying to find a quiet location to meet a group to work together in. Or if you like me, you like to have a quiet room where you can focus. And we have some great, great spots for that. Oh, yeah. It's super helpful for all sorts of reasons. We have spaces in all our libraries, too. And if they're all booked up, you can walk around for about 10 minutes after the hour. And if the room is clearly empty, you can take it. And that happens a lot. How many times do you think you're going to do something the day before and book it, but then the day of, you kind of forgot? Those rooms are open. Or, you know, if you're unlucky, the Tim Hortons coffee line was just a bit longer than you planned, and that happened. Going back to one card for a moment, don't forget this is your print card too. We have multiple ways to scan and upload documents pretty much freely, but copying and printing means you have to make sure you have money loaded on your one card. This includes the dreaded color printing. Ugh, it does. A lot of the printers on campus don't properly recognize color printing settings like you're used to probably at home. So make sure to stop by the desk and get a quick tutorial on how to set up your print job for color printing before you try to do it. Ooh, you know, another great tip, where are the good bathrooms? Because we know it's not Cameron. So I always adore the bathrooms. If you go out the doors of the Cameron Library and stop by the Triffle Hall, there are some pretty lovely ones in there. Do you have any other kind of quirky tips? Well, I mean, if you are searching around for Trifo Hall and you can't find it, because let's be honest, campus is a little confusing and we uh, really like handing out um, outdated maps, don't be afraid to go to the library website and click the Ask Us button that you'll find in the top right-hand corner. I should know that. The top right-hand corner. Once there, you can find a whole bunch of resources to be able to contact people, whether by email, uh, booking appointments with a subject librarian, or accessing the chat, which, when it's open, connects directly to us, and we're happy to help. Maybe we should cap it there, and I really hope that these tips come in handy. On the topic of navigation, there is evidence that certain species of birds, sharks, sea turtles, salmon, mollusks, crustaceans, and insects use magnetic fields to navigate the air and sea. Some are believed to orient themselves by sensing the patterns and magnetic field irregularities and using them as invisible signposts. Others appear to have an internal compass that can sense which way north is. This is a very simplified description, so I invite all those interested to take a look at the article I pulled this information from. It's posted in the show notes. Okay, Eric, topic three. 
We know there are lots of types of resources, but what does it really mean for something to be primary or a secondary source? You'll likely need to know this, so we thought we'd talk about it today. Definitely, because no matter what discipline you're in, the notion of primary or secondary resources is going to come up. Likely when you're trying to cite a source or trying to meet an assignment requirement. So let's start with primary resources. As the name implies, it should go first. <laughs> yes. So you'll often see primary sources defined as something like the following. A primary source is an artifact, document, diary, manuscript, autobiography, recording, or any other source of information that was created at the time under study. However, you'll notice this is a very bookish sort of humanities vibe. Absolutely. Which is great if that's your discipline. Oh, for sure. But in the sciences, primary resources can look quite different. They're actually referring to things like original experiments or firsthand research. Examples of this include experimental data, technical reports, conference proceedings, patents, and scientific articles. With a scientific article that's considered a primary source, you will find that the authors of the paper are describing research done by themselves, it's often a group, and is original, meaning they are testing out something new. You can help identify it by looking to see problem statement, background or literature review, and their research methods, and discussion of their results. Uh, totally. It can make it hard to miss. So while it's not a diary entry or a photograph, you can see they have created something new, like a technique for processing frozen berries, or how to better find carbon stores in soil samples. Now on to secondary sources. As you might expect, these are the resources in which the author did not experience the research firsthand. Instead, they provide insight into previously done research. Some examples include review articles, public opinion pieces, dictionaries, and encyclopedias. Review articles are quite popular because they pull together a handful of articles on a topic, showing commonalities and providing further analysis or probing questions. It can be quite useful. Really useful. You can read one paper that pulls together a bunch of original research with all the key takeaways so you know where the community of researchers is around a particular research topic. So I guess the big point is to ask if the resources you are looking for includes original first-hand research. If yes, it's a primary resource. If not, then of course, it's a secondary resource. Would you describe that, Virginia, as easy peasy? Wow. Eric, I just don't have words for that one. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our production team, Erin and Jessica, and sending well wishes to our colleague and podcast producer, Lauren, who is now off on maternity leave for a year. We are going to miss her. We hope you enjoyed these library tips. As always, you can head over to our webpage or check out all of the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
Did you want to do the showing commonalities one more time, um, Virginia? I would love to, because I was being shown this delightful drawing. <laughs> oh, it us. I know, Freddie. We can yeah. have a tagline. Okay. 